It's been a wild few days in Canberra, the Liberal leadership slipping from Malcolm Turnbull's grasp, it seems. And after enduring a challenge from Peter Dutton this morning, Bill Shorten moved a motion of no confidence in the Prime Minister during question time, which of course was lost. Bill Shorten slammed Malcolm Turnbull as a PM in name only, without power, without policies and without the support of his party. It's very damaging to the government. So the question remains... Will Malcolm Turnbull survive? My next guest, Defence Industry Minister Christopher Pine, leader of the government in the House, and I believe still a Turnbull ally. He might be able to shed a bit of light on that. Thanks for joining us, Christopher. Pleasure, Miranda. Thank you for having me. Will the Prime Minister survive? I believe he will, yes. He won a convincing victory in the party room today. He put his leadership on the line uh, and asked for endorsement. Uh, and he was endorsed 48 votes to 35, uh, and I think that is the end of the matter. Uh, he leads a good government, he has a united cabinet, and uh, I believe that he will lead us to the next election next year, and the alternative, Bill Shorten, should terrify every Australian, uh, apart from which we have the policies to grow the economy and create jobs and protect our borders that uh, Bill Shorten would shred. 35 votes against Malcolm Turnbull, so that's a divided party. Uh, Ten of those votes, we assume, are from Queensland for Peter Dutton, who's a Queenslander, but you then have 25 other votes against the Prime Minister. How does the PM unite a fractured party? Well, there's a lot more than 10 uh, Queenslanders in the Liberal Party party room. It's probably closer to 20, so... Uh, but I don't know, because it's a secret ballot, I don't know how people voted. Um, I know that I voted for Malcolm Turnbull uh, because he's the Prime Minister and because I think he's the best person to lead us to the next election and because I think the public will be aghast if we change the Prime Minister again without an election. Uh, it is a infectious disease uh, that has infected the Australian polity since 2007. It has to end. Uh, and it ended today when Malcolm Turnbull was re-elected by his colleagues. But obviously there's a problem, and you need to be united to win an election. And John Howard has always said the Liberal Party is a broad church. So uh, you you yourself proved by your black hand speech famously, yes, talking about a winner's circle of non-conservatives, that you were excluding conservatives. That is at the heart of this division, surely. It's conservatives against moderates. Well, John Howard's right. The party is a broad church and uh, it's important that we all work together and I have always worked together with the rest of the party to defeat Labor and to elect Liberal governments and National Party governments. I've never crossed the floor once in my 25 and a half years in politics. I haven't always agreed with every decision of the party room 100%, but I've stuck with the team and I think that's what you should do. Nobody in the Liberal Party would be elected in their seats if they weren't carrying the Liberal banner into that election. It's important that everybody remembers that. Uh, when they come down to Canberra, they represent their seats, they represent the party. Without the party, they wouldn't be here. So how much of this problem then has been created by Tony Abbott and his allies, particularly in the media outside the party room? Uh, Warren Ench today was blistering about Tony Abbott's role. What do you think? Well, Tony has had a lot to say in the last uh, couple of years, the last year in particular. Uh, he's made a judgment call that he wants to uh, debate the government's policies and the leadership of the Prime Minister in the public domain. 
uh, I'm, I wouldn't make that judgment call. He's decided that's what he wants to do. And I think the Australian public have made an assessment about his support for Malcolm Turnbull and the government, uh, which is, is a matter for him, not a matter for me. So what is the plan then to reunite the party? You can't uh, win an election if you have people at each other's throats. Absolutely right. You cannot. Uh, my sense of things is the Australian public believe that the, the government uh, is managing the big policy decisions well, bringing down taxes, growing jobs, investing in defence industry, uh, education, health, aged care reform, child care reform, company tax cuts to help small and medium-sized enterprises. Uh, but what we're not getting right uh, is disunity, and we will lose the next election, uh, as you point out, Miranda, unless we solve that problem. And today is a opportunity for a new beginning on the issue of unity, and I'm sure that's the, that will be exercised in the minds of Malcolm Turnbull and Peter Dutton and the entire parliamentary party, all of whom are united in wanting to keep Bill Shorten out of office. So what should the Prime Minister do to unite the party? He is the boss. It's really incumbent on him. He can't blame other people. He has to reach out. Well, we have to get all of our colleagues uh, around us and feel that um, we are working together. Uh, that's how a football team would work. You know, when, when one player uh, is, is not playing well on a particular day, his, his mates get around him, and now women in the AFL, of course, they get around their mates as well uh, to support them and help them, and that's exactly what we have to do across the coalition party room, ensure that everybody in it feels that there is a place for them at the table uh, and that they can uh, have a, a career uh, in politics making a difference in the country in which they live, and that's incumbent upon me and Malcolm Turnbull and everybody else in the parliamentary party to do that. So is there any, going to be any attempt uh, to reunite with Tony Abbott? Well, we see Tony uh, daily here in Canberra. I talked to him just today, uh, and obviously I was very close to Tony throughout his uh, time as leader and worked tirelessly for his election in 2010 and 13 uh, as much as anybody. In fact, I was probably one of half a dozen people that helped uh, Tony Abbott become Prime Minister of Australia. And uh, uh, I'm always open to working with Tony and talking with Tony. And I went to Israel with him in the break. We were in Israel together where we talked amicably and we were but it's almost not about on you. the same page. It's not about you. It's really about his relationship with Malcolm Turnbull and Malcolm Turnbull's relationship with those 35 people who voted against him. How... Yeah, I'm sure he plans to uh, reach out to them and, uh, and to Tony Abbott. But you know, it's a two-way street, of course. I think it would be easier if Tony... Abbott wasn't taking his campaign against the government's policies to the public. Right. So what's your message then to uh, Tony Abbott and your other colleagues who voted against Malcolm Turnbull? Well, it's not just about Tony Abbott. You know, the, the, the Australian public really want the uh, government to focus on them, not on each other. So uh, I haven't got any particular message for any one colleague. Uh, our message to the entire country is that the government has had a vote today we have re-endorsed Malcolm Turnbull overwhelmingly. Uh, he had a bigger victory today than he had in 2015 uh, when he replaced Tony Abbott. It's time to rule a line under instability and get on with putting the Australian people's interests first and everyone else's interests second. 
So uh, John Howard also says that the most important challenge in the job of being Prime Minister and leader of the Liberal Party is that it's a people management uh, task. And clearly Tony Abbott failed at that because he lost his job. And clearly Malcolm Turnbull is failing at that, at that people management. So is is he going to look deeply into his behaviour and figure out how he can manage the backbench better? Well, Miranda, I'm, I'm not here to psychoanalyse Malcolm Turnbull or Tony Abbott. I think that's beyond me. Uh, on both counts, it's a matter for those men to talk uh, about how their future will develop. And uh, in every workplace, you get along better with some people than others. Uh, in a political party, it's like a sporting team. In spite of getting along better with some players better than others, the truth is you want to beat the other team. Uh, and to do that, you all have to work as a team. And we're seeing in the AFL, those teams that aren't working that way are losing. And Richmond, which is working that way, of course, is winning, and it looks like it's a, a favourite to win again this year. So what can you say then, Christopher Pine, to Liberal voters who are just horrified that the Liberal Party is following in the footsteps of the Labor Party and the Rudd-Gillard-Rudd years and just want you to pull together? What can you say to them to allay their fears? Well, I would urge all of them, everyone who wishes the Liberal Party well, to get behind the Liberal Party, get behind the Prime Minister, uh, get behind our, our policies to win the next election next year. And working together, all of us, whether we're branch members, Liberal Party voters, uh, swinging voters who prefer Malcolm Turnbull over Bill Shorten, uh, members of the Parliamentary Party, we all have a responsibility for good government in this country. And I and my colleagues uh, will do their level best to deliver that good government and we need everyone who wishes us well uh, to work with us to that end. And, of course, uh, you, Peter Dutton has not ruled out challenging again. What are you doing to try and head that off? Uh, well, we've only just had one contest today, Miranda. I'm not thinking about any other contests. <laughs> really? All right. So you think you can win the next election, Christopher Pine? Absolutely we can. Uh, we can absolutely win the next election. Uh, don't forget the the, uh, the Labor Party uh, defeated Malcolm Fraser in 1983. Uh, they had instability, uh, but they united when it counted, uh, and they won. And uh, we've done the same uh, over history, uh, and we will do it again next year uh, when the election's held. Uh, we will unite from today. Uh, we'll keep delivering good government uh, through Scott Morrison as Treasurer and Julie Bishop as Foreign Minister and me in Defence Industry and Maurice Payne in Defence and Malcolm as Prime Minister... And I think that when people look at the alternative, which is $270 billion of new taxes and hits on retirees and small business people and homeowners, uh, they will recoil in horror at voting for the Labor Party. Well, Peter Dutton's job as Home Affairs Minister was one of the most important jobs in the government. So who's going to be doing that? Well, he's done a great job. Uh, and... Uh, uh, as did Scott Morrison, uh, we stopped the boats uh, and we got our borders back under control. The opposite was the case under Labor. And if Bill Shorten wins, uh, we'll go back to those hideous years of 50,000 unauthorised arrivals, people dying at sea, children in detention, 17 new detention centres being opened under Labor. Uh, but Malcolm Turnbull will make a decision about who the new Home Affairs Minister is uh, in the fullness of time. I, I don't think that... Uh, uh, he had expected to be having to fill that job today. Would you suggest to him that he have a little mini reshuffle? 
that's up to Malcolm Turnbull. He'll make the right decision. But you're one of his chief advisors, Christopher Pine. What would you advise? <laughs> well, Miranda, as you would know, I wouldn't be giving uh, advice that I give to the Prime Minister on uh, your show. Oh, what a pity. All right. <laughs> much, well... as I, much as your <laughs> listeners would like me to. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I appreciate your time and good luck. Thanks for coming That's on. That's a pleasure. Thank you very much. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.